if you look at that test it's not like they were not put under pressure or they they weren't yeah. in trouble right they had lots of situations where they were in trouble but each and every time somebody pulls them out i mean i've covered a lot of losses so oh yeah and you're close to the action i'm i'm in australia so <laughs> Welcome to Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast. Uh, in this episode, we bring the spotlight to New Zealand Women's Tour of Sri Lanka and Women's Ashes, two events that deserve recognition uh, amidst the World Cup qualifying buzz and the Men's Ashes. Last few weeks, we have been focusing a lot about Sri Lanka's qualifying campaign for the World Cup, and uh, we overlooked the New Zealand Women's Tour of Sri Lanka in our recent discussions. So now, Sri Lanka have already won the first one-day international play in goal. Uh, Captain Chamuri Atapattu scored her seventh one-day international hundred, and Vishmi Gunaratna scored a fifty to bring Sri Lanka home uh, to a convincing win. So we don't get a wide coverage for women's cricket in Sri Lanka, and everything we want to know and to get more details about ins and outs of women's cricket, we turn to this person, and she somehow find time to come on the podcast and uh, have a chat with us. So. Um, Without further ado, it is with great pleasure that we welcome back Estelle Vasudevan to our podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here once again, Estelle. Thanks so much for having me, Jackie. I mean, it's always good to be on uh, Sri Lanka Cricket Podcast because, I mean, I've come on a couple of times. Always a good chat with you guys. Yeah, oh no, thank you. I mean, you've been with you joined us about three times now, so we turn to you to get. information about sri lanka women's cricket and you're there for us every time we turn to you so i think let's just get right into it girls are in goal and i'm assuming you are there too but maybe not unlike the men's team who has a habit of losing the first game of every series sri lanka women's team had a convincing win in the first one day international um your thoughts on that win eso Yeah it was completely unexpected I don't I don't know if there was anybody really expecting calling that uh, uh result just going into that series just because Sri Lanka have not had a great uh record against New Zealand I th- I'm sure you guys would have heard like we've never beaten them in the past 10 ODIs 11 T20s haven't beaten them oh, wow. although the last ODI we played against them was back in 2017 so long long time ago oh, wow. but just even in the T20 arena I think in the Commonwealth Games it was a massive loss. Similarly, like I mean, we have really struggled against them, mm. but it was a really superb effort. I felt not. I mean, all the headlines are obviously going to be about the batting, but mm. I felt like the bowlers also did a pretty good job to keep New Zealand under one eighty two hundred, because considering you know the pitch, I think. maybe new zealand kind of read too much into the fact that maybe it'll spin a lot in the second innings or whatever but once it rained things settled down so um i think the bowlers did really well to keep them down to that total um and then of course it was just superb batting from chamariyathapattu oh yeah she keeps delivering i mean that's her seventh one day international 100 and no one has no one else has scored 100 for sri lanka so that speaks volumes about her ability and her her dominance uh, in women's cricket in sri lanka 
and it's it's a treat to see her bat and those cover drives. I mean, you don't want to get in her way because she was she hits the ball so hard. Uh, and it was a great partnership. We lost only one wicket to get the 172. So rarely we see a dominating performance like that. So it's good to see that. And and I still can't believe she doesn't have IPL contract, a women's IPL contract. So that's that's a mystery to me. Yeah, I mean, just first of all, this is a kind of a side note. Maybe we can come on another episode to talk about it. There is another centurion for Sri Lanka. Oh. But surprise in oh. test cricket. So Sri Lanka have played one test match back in 1998. And Chamani Seniviratna got a 100 there. So that's the only 100 from someone other than Athapathu. In limited overs cricket, it's only her. She has seven in ODIs and one in T20 cricket. And I think a key point is also she has... The 700 she's made are against six different oppositions. So she's, it's not that she's, you know, caught onto one team and really gone after them. But anyway, that's an aside. Yeah, it, it was a dominant performance. I forgot to mention previously, in all 10 ODIs that Sri Lanka had played New Zealand, the margins have been so big. Like, I think four games, Sri Lanka have lost by either 10 wickets or oh, more wow. than 100 runs. Uh, I think the closest was like 70 odd runs or seven wickets. Right. So, you know, Sri Lanka have not even pushed New Zealand in the past. So I, I think a lot of people don't realize what a big, like, huge achievement this mm-hmm. is. Because they, like you said, it was a dominant performance. But they won quite comfortably in the end. Yeah, I think the tables have turned. Like, New Zealand must have taken it by surprise. They had some injuries uh, coming into Sri Lanka. Don't know whether that affected, but but they have a very strong team. They're one of the top four teams yep. in women's cricket. So one nil up. All three games played at goal, I think. And uh, yeah. So what to expect for the rest of the series? Uh, I'm sure we have to seal it in the next game. Yeah, it's funny because before the to- before the series started, like everyone. Everyone who you spoke to about it would be would have been like, you know, it's going to be 3-0, right? New Zealand's going to win 3-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, unless there's rain and there's a washout. Uh, but suddenly now, after that first game, everyone's like, Sri Lanka's, Sri Lanka's going to get a series win, right? Yeah. Like, it's one game that they need to win now. Uh, it's going to be tricky, I think. I mean, realistically, if you look at it, you were right. New Zealand, it's a brilliant team. I don't think they've been that great over the last couple of years maybe kind of on the way down now mm. with, with teams like South Africa coming up mm. uh, but still you know that team is full of quality players you've got Susie Bates Sophie Devine, Amelia Kerb three of the top players in the world, mm. Leah Tahuhu one of the fastest bowlers so they've got plenty of quality in that side and I don't think they will be kind of deterred too much if anything, they're probably more motivated to come back because they know it's Atapattu's wicket, right, in the end. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. going to make a difference. Even even in that chase, even with 50 to go or 30 to go, you always felt like if Atapattu was dismissed, they could put a little bit of pressure and turn things around. So that's how important she is to the Sri Lankan side because... You never know what could happen because there have been so many kind of collapses in the past and so many, I mean, non-starts in the sense that, you know, without when she's dismissed early, you have a lot of 
uh, low scoring games for Sri Lanka. So they'll know that. They did mention that you know they've they've come in with some plans. Obviously, they didn't it didn't work for them um, mm. uh, in the first game. They were sloppy in the field as well, so that's another thing they'll want to fix. Overall, it felt like to me the loss was more a lot to do with the fact that they weren't familiar with the conditions at all and they didn't read it very well. Mm. And also, Atapatu played so smart. Like I mean, just an example. Like when they were bowling the leg spinner. Um, they were trying to get uh, Atapattu to hit through mid-wicket against the wind. And it was quite windy that day. Right. But Atapattu kept playing ball straight. Right. So, it was a lot of smart cricket on her part. She protected Vishmi. Mm. And because she scored so fast, Vishmi was also able to settle down, kind of stay there so that they could put that big partnership. So, you know, lots to look forward to tomorrow. I'm hoping mm-hmm. there'll be a full game as far I know it's raining in Gaul at the moment. I'm not in Gaul. Uh, oh. As far as I know, it is raining. Um, so hopefully tomorrow we don't have any interruptions. Yeah. That's why I keep calling Chamori um, Sanat Jayasuri of women's cricket in Sri Lanka because we all know when Sanat scores, there's a good chance we're going to win the match. So I think yeah. it's the same when it comes to Chamori in women's cricket in Sri Lanka. Just about the rain uh, situation, Estel, do you think we are more suited to play T20 cricket because we are playing a shorter game. Um, does that give us an advantage or are we better off playing the 50 overs? Yeah, that's that's a really interesting question, I think. Because, like I mentioned, we've, we've played New Zealand in T20 cricket in the recent past and we've struggled, right? Right. But you also do feel like the shorter the game the closer we can be to them. Because if that mm. game was dragged to 50 overs, maybe they would have got a total in excess of 250 and chasing that would have been tough. Yeah. Uh, because you, I mean, you have to go at a high run rate for so long. Mm. And then again, it's 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 the dismissal of Atapattu that really, I mean, it's her wicket <laughs> that really counts there, right? Um, mm. So that's an interesting question. I'm really not sure. I felt like that day... Mm-hmm. The sh- because it was shorter and it wasn't very short. Like if it was a 20-over game, I think New Zealand would have attacked much more. They were they didn't attack early in their innings, maybe mm. because they thought they had the 29-overs. Um, I felt like they would have attacked a lot more if it was a 20-over game. So maybe it being like between the two formats, yeah, so okay. just 29 <laughs> and then 28-overs ultimately, that helps Sri Lanka. Yeah. No, hopefully... That big win will, you know, give our girls more confidence and go on and win the game tomorrow. So, Seals, yep. finish it off tomorrow. Then, what's your series prediction? I'm backing Sri Lanka to win 2-1. Two, two, <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard for me to give you a prediction. Uh, I would say it's still in New Zealand's favour. I mean, Ooh. because it's just Atapattu who stands between them and a win um, and they missed a lot they missed opportunities that day there was a stumping there was a run out a couple of catches late in the game which probably wouldn't have made a difference but definitely stumping and run out could have could have turned things around because you never know right with, with pressure on yeah. what's going to happen so I'm still <laughs> sorry Sri Lankan fans but like I still think New Zealand will go 2-1 2-1 okay we'll see um <laughs> Yeah, then we move on to T20 series in Colombo. All the games will be played in yep. Colombo. So, another three-match series. Hopefully, 
if we win one day yes we might be able to push new zealand and create history by beating them in the t20 series as well maybe we can catch up again and have a chat about the t20s yep but like i don't think we'll have big changes in the squads when it comes to t20s it'll be the it'll be the same players uh, isn't it yeah i think more or less it will be the same we did see against bangladesh as well although the squads were slightly different the playing 11 was pretty much the same oh. so it'll probably be the same maybe they'll bring in one or two changes but you know it more or less the kind of the the foundation of the team will be the same you'll yeah. have your you know karana veeras soshil virana singh chamriyata patu vishmi gunaratna harshita all of them will play i think mm-hmm. maybe one or two changes no no it's a good thing to have seven maybe eight players playing regularly and you know less changes you make in the team helps you to um, have a, have that core group of players to play together for a long time that especially we have a lot of young players in the squad so mm-hmm. that yeah it helps so uh, but backing for sri lanka to win unlike you <laughs> <laughs> um i would love to back them to win but i mean i've covered a lot of losses so <laughs> oh yeah and you're close to the action i'm i'm in australia so it's easy for me to watch uh, on tv or check check things from cricket for and you know make yeah. decisions but shall we move to women's ashes uh, they played one test match uh, they only played one test match in the women's ashes and um, i thought the game was heading for a draw but or maybe australia to lose but ash gardner he took eight wickets in the second innings and 12 wickets in the game i mean what a match winner so australia they've been dominating women's cricket for a long time and uh, they keep doing it yeah absolutely like i mean if you look, what's great about that team and i think it's something that people don't realize a lot when it comes to these big big uh, series is that i mean there was a lot of chat before that they have weaknesses you know mm-hmm. they are they, it's they are not a team that is invincible they can be beaten the thing is it's if you look at that test it's not like they were not put under pressure or they they weren't yeah. in trouble right they had lots of situations where they were in trouble but each and every time somebody pulls them out like mm-hmm. i mean i've covered a lot of losses so <laughs> yeah and you're close to the action i'm i'm in australia so it's not it's not like if i compare it to sri lanka it's not one person who's pulling them out or two or three people is different player so in that first innings when the batting was looking a bit shaky suddenly number 8 uh, another sutherland comes up with 100 I, I don't think she should be at number 8 she's yeah. far better better than that but i mean suddenly she comes up with 100 then like you mentioned ashley gardner not you wouldn't put her in the same class as spinner as like a sophie eccleston right yeah and she's not she's not there kind of frontline spinner it's alana king yeah but exactly. she produced the goods for them so if it's it's incredible that's the depth i think they have and think what people don't talk about a lot is that great teams and dominant teams it's not the playing 11 per se that is that makes them dominant most team, most countries have a good playing 11 mm-hmm. it's the bench and the reserves that really make them great Absolutely. they can pull someone out of 
you know the 15 who's going to produce a match winning innings or match winning spell that's that depth is what makes them such a great team and what has helped them dominate for so long we've seen you know teams like india england competing and i think in years to come india is really going to push them and maybe even surpass them but that's where they've been able to kind of still even when they've been down and they've mm. you know been in trouble find a way because they've got so much of depth in that team yeah you're right i mean annabelle she bats number 8 and uh, perry missed out on 100, 100. but uh, annabelle is like perry's understudy right and you know she's she's the she's i don't know i don't think she's even 20 years old I, i'm not sure how old she is but when perry um hang her boots annabelle will take over for the next 10 years so yeah. that strength is remarkable and um they got some quick bowlers as well you know i i i i don't see many bounces bowled in uh, women's cricket and australia has a couple of bowlers who can bowl quick bounces and so it's remarkable the bench strength and i mean the period they've dominated i mean that's been for the last 10 years and most of this senior group has been playing together so they just take the game to the next half an hour next half an hour and something happens they end up being and really- like something like people weren't talking about either is that they're missing Rachel Haynes one of yeah. their all time best players and Meg Lanning right yeah. so they're without two of their great players uh Haynes of course retired but you know that's a lot of quality that you need to find from somewhere but somehow they're able to fill in those gaps yeah that chamani sanmiratna sandra i mean because annabel scored her 100 at number 8 she better number 8 isn't it i, I think just, so I uh, looking it up on the internet i mean she better she got five wicket haul in that uh, match as well so i mean it would have been a dream test match uh, yeah. unfortunately didn't play another one after that so just imagine you come in number 8 you hit 100 then you get get the ball in your hand and get a five wicket haul Just yeah. stuff you match. dream about, no? <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, in a way, it's 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 not bad, right? Hundred percent win record. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it's not good for the game. I mean, I'm sure Chamber has got to us. Yeah. I would like to bat twice. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> um, so we'll keep an eye on the Ashes because there's going to be three One Days and three. E20s, so lots of lot of cricket to be played. Have you been watching men's qualifying tournament? Um, they've been winning all the games, big wins. But we, Borai and I, we had a chat a few days ago. I mean, this is not the, it's not the real thing. These are just warm ups, and um, we should be hitting hundreds, taking five wicket holes, and building up confidence rather than, you know, just scraping through. So. any thoughts on qualifying tournament we are in the second leg of the tournament now any thoughts on that yeah i've been i've been covering that one as well when it's not coinciding with the women's one um and you're right i think it's not the, it's not the real thing in the sense it's it's not the big tournament right but if you look at the beginning they did exactly what you were talking about they were hitting the hundreds and getting the fifers and you know dominating which is what they should be doing in a tour- tournament like this 
But I, I kind of feel for them because it's kind of like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you score hundreds, people talk, you know, it's small teams. They're playing associate countries. Of course, they're getting hundreds. If they get dismissed, yeah. they're still going to, you know, cop some criticism, you know. So, I mean, it goes either way. I think the first three games was superb. Scotland was, a, I think, more than a few of us were nervous, right? That that half yeah, stage, yeah. two forty-five on the board. Um, but in the end, I think that bowling attack was always going to be our biggest asset, right? Mm. It has been, I think, for the last three years. Just the variety that is offered. Obviously, Vanindu, we know he's he's a quality bowler, and I think he's also in the heads of opposition. Mm. But if you look at the others. I've been really impressed with the fast bowlers, Kumara and uh, Rajita. Kumara, I'm really glad that he's staying fit because I feel like he's one of the biggest assets Sri Lanka cricket can have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got a lot of criticism, you know, that he that he's he doesn't really think when he's bowling. Mm-hmm. But I think if you look at if you look at his performances since that 2021 World Cup, where David Miller took 16 off his over and, you know, Sri Lanka were knocked out of the tournament. He's been consistently good in ODI and T20 cricket. He's had a couple of off days, but mm. he's been consistently good. And in Australia, during the World Cup, we saw really what he can do. That that spell against uh, Glenn Maxwell, um, mm. and I can't remember who the other batter was, just that's kind of what he can do, right? Um, so I've been really happy to see him kind of growing into that role. Chamira, I feel like, might come in for the big games, maybe against Zimbabwe and West Indies. Um, but if we do lose him to injury again, I think it's going to be massive for the World Cup because he just brings so much more into that bowling attack. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I lose sleep over thinking about Chamira. Like, <laughs> he, it's, you're right. Like, he, he's the spearhead of the attack. I mean, yeah. if if he's there, like Lahir Kumar, he doesn't have to bowl that last over or you know the penultimate over because mm-hmm. because no one's there. He had to he had to bowl that over. He's the inexperienced one. So you need someone like Chamira alongside Lahir Kumar to get the best out of him. So hopefully, I'm hoping they're resting him. Not it's not a major thing. So. Yeah, you need, him, you need him in India. Other than that, I would like to see Kusal Mendis scoring a couple of hundreds yeah. in the second leg of the tournament. You mentioned about criticism. Mm-hmm. He goes all out when he opened the batting in the T20s. I don't know, he goes into a bit of a shell playing in the 50 overs game. He take he, he tend to take too many balls. He consumed too many mm-hmm. balls at the start of his innings. So that's something he has to work on. And he, he got... I don't think they'll make big changes in the batting order. So he'll he'll be playing yeah. games. So this is a good opportunity for him to get some runs, mm. you know, get the confidence back. And we got some points in the table. And yeah, yeah. Luckily. So, <laughs> so then you know, not that we can relax, but you know, that's a bit of a relief. Then you know you're not yeah. worried about the net run rate and all that. So um hopefully boys will come on top and get to India, then we'll worry about the team yeah. take it to India. <laughs> we can, yeah. <laughs> One step at a time, right? Yeah. I think that's about the time we have today 
once again thank you so much for joining us astral we'll keep coming back to you to get more news about sri lanka women's cricket because it's very hard to find information because it gets very it gets very little coverage you maybe you're the only one, only person who you know go to the games and knows about the players and so people ask uh, when you're going to get astral back and talk about sri lanka women's cricket we get oh, back okay. to so yeah So you're very popular among our listeners. So thank you again for That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for joining us and um you know I'm going to stick to my 2-1 call for Sri okay. Lanka to win okay. the series. So I hope you're right. I hope you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Till we meet again. Uh, thank you very much. Thanks for having me Chucky. Thank you. No problem. Thanks for listening everyone. We'll see you soon. Bye.